were all over the school. <laughs> and so now thinking about it, these fucking teachers just being like, yeah, these kids, they're not drawing dicks on the board anymore. <laughs> they're drawing <laughs> a dick coming you, Yeah, there's all these PTA meetings. God damn it, these, <laughs> these half and half things. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Show Me Yours with Jackie and Johnny, everybody. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And I'm Ty Boisano. you goddamn right. Ooh, who's that? <laughs> That's <laughs> me. That's me. That's oh, Ty! Ty! <laughs> hey, man. Jackie, uh, baby. Give him the while business. While we got you here, uh, why don't you hit that old subscribe button? Uh, and hey, while you're at it, what about that like button? Mm-hmm. Uh, leave a snazzy comment. Sure. Uh, <laughs> snazzy. <laughs> I was doing the like and it just went. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Yeah. Um, and uh, leave a five star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um and uh yeah and share with your friends share Absolutely. on your Instagram story tell tell your neighbor mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. tell uh tell your cashier at your local grocery store yeah, that'd be cool yeah that'd be a really cool thing to do yeah you know what I mean they give mm-hmm. you change and in exchange you give them you know something better in their life you make a change in their life yeah it's very yeah cool. and our lives yeah yeah it's full circle right you yeah, know what i mean and like what, what we're trying to do here. i think is build a community <laughs> here you know what i mean mm-hmm. let's be a community about it right grab your neighbor touch them on yeah. the butt tell them about a podcast yeah flashers absolutely named them flashers a while ago just remembered it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, we had a good run for that for a little while <laughs> yeah it lasted like two weeks <laughs> it's hard to say yeah because like you're trying to like 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 name your 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 legion you know what i mean yeah. of people I think right flashers but is good flashers absolutely. is pretty good yeah right? so yeah. yeah flashers yeah. flash your neighbor flash your dad flash your cousin well, <laughs> flash right with the, the double family flash, flash there okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're going back to Jackie's family's house next week. (laughs) (laughs) This reunion is going to be wild. (laughs) I'm looking forward to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, before we get into the the album uh, Mm -hmm. today, (laughs) um, we got a a fun story uh, to discuss here. Um, What's going on in the world? Well, um, penis graffiti. I'm a big fan of graffiti, but penis is by far my favorite kind. Um, an explicit insult carved into ancient stone, quote, raises eyebrows at Roman fort. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, off the top, I don't, I can't dig because I'm like, it ra- who raises an eyebrow at a Roman yeah. fort having Ooh. dicks on the wall? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be raising an eyebrow if there wasn't a bunch of dicks all over right? that wall. Like, I think that's the thing that like uh, you always hear about like um, science cover-ups or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> like um, Egyptologists is like is, is um, very prominent for this, that there's a lot of uh, um, different theories and things that kind of like test the status quo mm-hmm. that the scientific community won't necessarily give credit to, right? So like right. how much like hieroglyphic dicks have been covered up over time. Yeah, well, I think it's because when you're in that field, you're so um, 
uh, academic. Mm -hmm. And so you're not thinking a whole lot about dicks um, here and there, of course, in your off time, but not when you're on the job with the little, with the brushy brush. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Getting after them them tombs. And so if you're, you're so focused on, you're you're so focused on like the academics and we're unearthing like a tomb and then you pull out. too hot to fuck here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You just pull out a fucking, a, a dick a stone dick i mean it's, it's awesome. it would maybe raise an eyebrow you've like, raised oh. all this money like you've yeah. gone you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, this, yeah like yeah. you know this You're huge excursion like, like yeah. i think there's gonna be like this, yeah. this is king tut's oh i i found something yeah. marcus marcus i get found something get, get over here, here quick yeah, yeah. bring your brush oh, and then never mind it's just a penis i'm gonna laugh like it's like there's like one broy um like archaeologist or like uh, you know what I mean like there's yeah. one guy there and everybody's kind of like of course he'd find the dick you know what yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> it's just high-fiving guys um, so this <laughs> <laughs> can't take this guy anywhere so archaeologists in the UK recently had their quote eyebrows raised. They're really, <laughs> they're really, well, really interesting. When when they discovered an X-rated carving on a stone at a Roman fort, the graffiti features a crude penis accompanied. <laughs> Little body shaming here, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is kind of crazy, right? Like we don't know yeah. what dicks look like in 380. Does it mean crude? It's as in like that's crude, or it's like a crude. You know the what's the other meaning of crude? When it's like oh, that's a crude uh, like rendition. Done. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think yeah. the, it's yeah. it's funny because the um the the letters <laughs> carved into that stone are perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? They're it's they're they're like same size. You know what I mean? They yeah. go straight across the line. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. they don't have. They had a stencil paper. for that. Absolutely right. But this guy was just like. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's this thing missing? <laughs> he just <laughs> put my old John Hancock on yeah. it. Um, foot penis. <laughs> it's the, the penis was accompanied by a phrase that experts say uh, translate to quote the shitter <laughs> next to someone's name. It seems to have been etched out by a Roman soldier to insult a comrade. Uh, so <laughs> How many her. times have you wrote uh, something Shitter. shitty about your friend <laughs> in like a bathroom stall in high school? Yeah. I'm a construction guy, so like, I mean, that's still very prevalent in the yeah. Yeah. rooms on the construction site. <laughs> I've drawn so many dicks on so many walls that it's. Oh remarkable. man, when it so in middle school, you know, everyone did like the dicks on the on the binders. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, me and my friends, we became uh, obsessed with the the concept and image of a. <laughs> of a half and half and so the way okay. we would, the way we would draw it would be like like lip ball dick ball lip and so instead of drawing dicks everywhere you drew we like would a dick coming out of a pussy that's all awesome. half and half <laughs> Cool. Except it was more like a full and full, like it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did it. Like when, uh, when the very like progressive a, group. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> progressive group. <laughs> I wish, like, I'm not a very like artistic fellow. I mean, oh I can, I can draw a good, like, like a decent dick, but like, I, uh, I will find. Um, I will find any of my stuff from that I still have from middle school, like yearbooks and shit. I guarantee you, those pages. Okay, are we need to find filled. those. I will. I have them. Up. They're at the house. They're at the house. At our place, they're under the stairs. I will, I guarantee you, I will find you a half and (laughs) half. 
Oh I was my just thinking God. about the French kids being like, <laughs> you're drawing af- afla. <laughs> we, we would do it like on the board when the teacher's back was turned and oh, shit. Yeah. And so it was like, it was ev- these half and halves were all over the school. And so now I'm thinking about it, these fucking teachers just being like, yeah, these kids, they're not drawing dicks on the board anymore. <laughs> they're drawing <laughs> a dick coming Yeah, there's these, all these PTA meetings. God damn it, these... <laughs> These half and half need to stop. One of them did it on my garage. (laughs) (laughs) Like a 40 year old man writing a math equation on the board and turning around and be like, Jesus. (laughs) They burned it into the football field. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Um, (laughs) So we painted the school with half and halves. I think that that old, that, like, that as, like, a Took vault. over our lives, like, really. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was one time in French class, I drew, like, a, a crude drawing of, um, of someone... <laughs> Of someone wearing a very tight unitard who possessed one of these of our half interpretations half, yeah. of no, a half yeah, and half. Okay. And so you would just see it like kind of coming out of the, the unitard. And we were laughing so hard over it. And our French teacher was like, what are you what are you laughing at? <laughs> and, he, said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I ripped it out of my, my binder and he proceeded to chase me around the classroom until I like oh. put it in my mouth. And I was like, you can't see this. Casey. <laughs> 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 <getting, laughs> <laughs> VC Jackie, <laughs> give me that F and F love. VC Jackie, I remember it was getting like somehow like it got out of my hands and it was getting like passed around to different people See, and it was hilarious. like in a movie you would get it. They That's the tightest movie. Get it, to crumble it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they get it like open it and be like oh and then like pass it to the next person. I was like running around and the teacher was running after me and then yeah I finally got it. He was like handed over and I was like oh, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Wow Anyway I was excited You know what I mean I didn't see Like I I wasn't expecting To tell that story On the podcast I actually haven't told that To anyone in my adult (laughs) life That's something That we've we've Stayed It's been kept On the down low I mean I was I I didn't (laughs) It's it's cool I won't turn into a clip Or anything Yeah I didn't peg you As such like a passionate Dick drawer I mean definitely I had some some ideas Maybe Ty is a young boy Right but I You know yeah. I, I everybody is so goddamn into it, but like my uh, my buddy Shelby went to animation school at VFS, and mm. they're doing classical animation. So he's in a classroom of like thirty people, and he goes up to the whiteboard and he just writes Cocktober on like the so for the whole month of October mm-hmm. they all just drew dicks on this professional thing. dick drawers. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, of course, it was. And yeah. some of them were yeah. fucking fantastic. Well, that's the thing. Like, that book right? they made from Superbad. That's just mm-hmm. all oh, edition. Yeah, like, oh, it's yeah, brilliant. It's so good. Yeah, it's next level. Um, the same dude actually spray painted a very realistic uh, purple and pink penis um, mm-hmm. on like underneath the bridge, and it looks so goddamn like realistic and perfect but like cartoony at the same time it's gorgeous and then he went to the same spot months later and painted just my face on the wall so like there's i'll I'll put a picture up there's a um it's on my instagram so there's a picture of my face like uh cartoon spray painted underneath this bridge in vernon and if you look like underneath my chin there's just like an old cock coming out that was just like under you know what i mean this is, like layers of graffiti or whatever but the head of the penis is still like underneath my chin which is i can't wait till archaeologists find that later yeah right, right? <laughs> when they unearth this thing they're gonna yeah. be like who's this who yeah. is this yeah. um so <laughs> oh 
Back to the story. Yeah. Um, Sophocles the shitter. The the stone, which is 16 inches wide and 6 inches tall. Nice. Um, was <laughs> yeah. That's right, babe. That is enough. <laughs> 16, Sufficient. 16 inches wide. Also known wide. as the Roman 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uncovered. Johnny Baker's dozen to be. <laughs> <laughs> It was uncovered May 19th. So this is a recent uh, unearthing at Vindolanda, Vindolanda, the ruins of a Roman fort just south of Hadrian's Wall. Um, Which is basically like in England, which is kind of cool too. Like the sun never sets on the Roman Empire. So to think in 300 AD, you had um, like this expansive empire that went to... Like um, you know what I mean to like it's the British crazy Isles, how huge and it then was. Yeah. that wall that they're talking about was basically fending off um, like Northern English and Scottish people, which mm-hmm. is like that wall should probably still be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. You ever listen to a Welsh guy speak? <laughs> oh yeah, it's terrible. It's very guttural. <laughs> yeah, they have a, um, a rugby Sean team. There's yeah. a, name yeah. of a rugby team that yeah. I think has like the entire alphabet. It's like twenty six uh, letters long. Mm-hmm. Tom, God damn it! Who sings? Uh, who? How come I can't think of this? Not Tom Waits. Gallagher's? Not Tom Waits. They're like Showtime. To the tunes guy, Tom Jones. God damn it! Oh, Jones. Tom Jones. Yeah, yeah also the, show, the tunes guy. Really? Yeah, yeah, the show tunes guy. <laughs> Isn't he yeah. like very American? I thought Tom Jones. Da, 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 you know what I mean? Um, no. Oh, yeah. Been, yeah. <laughs> so the archaeologists think the graffiti was carved into the stone sometime during the sur- third century A.D. Um, a volunteer archaeologist, Dylan Herbert, a retired biochemist from Wales, uh, unearthed the stone uh, during his second week at the excavation site. Herbert had wanted to remove the stone, which he kept tripping over while excavating for several days before he was given this. This guy's been tripping over this cock. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody move this fucking cock out of the way. I've been tripping over this stick. (laughs) For only two weeks, I've tripped over this stick. <laughs> I wonder what like the sense of urgency is at an archaeological site, right? If like yeah. the one thing that's in the way right, yeah. is like we have to talk that's about it, like hey, like let's let's do this one first or whatever. Yeah, so let's silly. move this fucking stone that's in my way. Um, so he said from the back it looked like all the others, a very ordinary stone. But when I turned <laughs> it over, I was startled to see some clear letters. Um, I don't know what this accent is. Herbert said in a statement, only after we removed the mud did I realize the full extent of what I'd uncovered. And I was absolutely delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, I mean, I I I bet, I bet in the world of archaeological (laughs) discoveries and stuff, I bet, like, um, if especially like in a volunteer sense, right? You're a retired biochemist. You want to get out there and just have some fun. Mm -hmm. This guy's probably expecting to like make some pretty like minute discoveries, maybe broken pottery or you know what I mean, like shit like that. Archaeologist, yeah, (laughs) and he makes the funniest discovery of all time. You know what I mean? Like in the world of, of, of archaeological discoveries, yeah. is there something like, I think you know, that's true. The Venus statues. That we How many over, dicks have you found? Unless they're like the, the, two weeks. the fat yeah. chick statues, like little yeah. fat chick statues. Like mm-hmm. those ones, that's ho- also hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Venus statues are really yeah. cool. Ancient dildos, very funny. Mm-hmm. But this one here, um, I think that they're thinking about it maybe too um, one-sided, right? Because definitely you could call um, you know, your friend the shitter, right? So if I just uh-huh. wrote tie the shitter and then put a dick on it, pretty funny. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But what is the likelihood of this also being like, um, you know, like a, a tie was here situation? 
right? Mm. Because like if I would call myself like Johnny the Shitter DeVito and write a hu- and then carve a cock into a thing, mm-hmm. that's some shit that I would do. Mm. This yeah. might have been me in my past life. Maybe. Yeah, like, it could like, be. Like, well, they are calling it graffiti, so which implies that um, it might be kind of uh, like uh, autobiographical. Um, and sure. yeah, rather than him just like slandering someone else, it could just be, you know, him standing standing tall 100 um i think there's a lot of different ways hiding out from a wolf or some shit he's just like i gotta just hide in this cave for a little bit maybe he just fucking killed one and he's like i am the fucking shit right and maybe yeah yeah, i'm gonna show how big my dick is from killing this wolf (laughs) yeah yeah fucking six more language story (laughs) now we're getting to listen i'm no more biologist he asked the real questions here yeah The standout feature of the stone is the girthy graffiti. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, props to this author. We've had girthy some, graffiti is right? delicious. Yeah. Right? Worded, yeah. You know, yeah. I just, I'm a sucker for alliteration. He's, uh, yeah, he's having fun with this article for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but researchers were more interested in the writing that accompan- accompanied it. Experts recognized this phrase as an abbreviation. Uh, which translates to su- secundinus the shitter, according to the statement. It's like cacadas or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like caca being yeah. the fucking um, the root word for it's shit. Did Secund- this. Secundinus cacor is the was the phrase. My yeah. nono is an old Italian man, and he said caca too, which is funny. And like, yeah. I don't know if like how long that's just been in our blood for, but I, I love mm. it. I think it's fucking hilarious. Whoever did do this on the wall, yeah, we could both all agree that. It's fucking hilarious, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, this is, dicks oh, are never yeah. not funny. Yeah, you know? never not yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is really I mean, good and stuff. this is actually from this a comedic standpoint. This is kind of shows um, how, like, dicks have been funny since uh, the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. You know, they call and remain like to the this first, day. Um, yeah. the, the, uh, the first profession, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's so many things that are so concrete, like, <laughs> all the way through so time. The first, one? the first profession or whatever they said was prostitution. Right. You know what I mean? Right? So, like, and, like, <laughs> farts are always going to be you know what I mean like these oh, like so I'm saying it's actually drawing dicks no no I'm saying that we're such pieces of shit like at the end of the thing like no matter how how much we've accomplished say like you know what I mean so at the Roman time they built the Colosseums and all that stuff so like no matter how mm-hmm. great humans can like um, how many great things humans can accomplish farts and dicks and like all of that like we're still at the very base disgusting people and like it's I think like um in order to stay grounded you know what I mean, right? Like you need to sometimes climb to the mountaintop and like you know, and and and, and scream obscenities, right? Or write a you know a, a giant penis on the wall, yeah, you know, and, and write your friend's name next to it or whatever, right? Put you know for for fun and then put Ty's number because like that's yeah. fucking hilarious, <laughs> and that shit has been going on for yeah and thousands so, of years. You know, dick jokes are kind of looked down upon, but really we're um, keeping you know in touch with our historical ancestry. Um, comedic ancestry. Babe, would you, you know? say that this is comedy in its truest form? Yeah, I would say that this is. I mean, and it's it's universal, right? Mm-hmm. There's no like dick language is everyone's language. Everyone, you know, recognizes. You see a, a you know a Roman soldier who's carved a dick into a wall that's been covered up for centuries, and mm-hmm. you pull it out, and you're still like. <laughs> Deliciously delighted. Yeah, deliciously delighted. But there's like there's African fertility statues where it's just like a fucking statue with like a five foot dick coming out of it. Hilarious. Mm. The funniest yeah. statue ever. Going um to maybe like back to like um like Roman times or whatever, statue of uh of David. Mm-hmm. Tiny penis. Hilarious. Hilarious. Right? Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. They're all funny. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so the recovery of an inscription, a direct message from the past, is always a great event on a Roman excavation site. Andrew Burley, director of excavations, uh, said in the statement. But this one really raised our eyebrows. <laughs> Back to the eyebrow raisers. Three. Yeah, okay. This is three now. Rule third. Yeah. Right. Do you think like I? Because like what? In what sense are you raising your eyebrows at the thing? Like, am I yeah, going to take this thing right. home? You know what I mean? Like an eyebrow. I think it's like it's in surprise. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. Ooh. Or it's a, uh, oh, or, oh. Do you think um, there's like pornography? Like a, is there like, um, yeah, dick, or, you know, <laughs> in the sense of like, uh, if, if, if people have been drawing dicks on the walls and you can assume that they've probably been, like everybody's been, been tugging since the beginning of time. Do you think that there was like, um, like pornographic um, hieroglyphics? hieroglyphics? For sure. You, you think? Mm. Like, oh, you yeah. think somebody's cranking down to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm into um, So phallus carvings uh, were not uncommon in the Roman a- Empire. This new carving is the 13th phallus uncovered at this site. Lucky. Number 13. <laughs> <laughs> 13 dicks Jesus. at the same site? And only a quarter of the site has been fully excavated. <laughs> so that implies... Wait, that's... The, Right, I know. I'm a like, lot of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my fucking ancestors, yeah. and they're hilarious. <laughs> that's Shout out to dicks. the people of Rome. <laughs> that's so funny. They've only excavated a quarter of this one site, and they've uncovered 13 <laughs> dick I really hope that one of them is just like way too stuck up, right? And just up his own ass. And there's one guy that just like isn't finding this funny. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like another up, dick. He's put up yeah. all this money and shit, and every day he shows up, and like everybody's just still laughing. Yeah. Found another one. Thirteen dicks, and a, yeah, not even a quarter like, of the hey, site hey, is estimated. Hey Henry, we we got something over here. <laughs> he's like, I'm, if I find one what? more dick, I'm packing this fucking thing. No, up. no, I swear, no, site. it's cool. It's a, it's a bull. We discovered a bull. Really? Yeah, yeah. I swear. Like, come on, come on, Henry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fool me once. Look, it's a dick. It's a dick. Ah. <laughs> Fool me 13 times. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Times. This is fucking the 13th time yeah. you've done this to me. Yeah. <laughs> we just got started here. Um, <laughs> I love that he's just like, he's like, no, the, the, these, these people didn't, you know what I mean? They were they were more sophisticated, or this is like a class of, you know, the, like a Roman soldier would never, yeah. you know, disgrace the the the, the honor of, of his battalion or by fucking, yeah. you know, writing this shit on the wall. Oh my God, they're everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in June 2021, a carving of a naked horseman and his exposed member was also uncovered at this site. Uh, phalluses were normally carved as a symbol of good luck or fertility, according to the statement. However, the recently discovered graffiti is clearly meant as an insult, <laughs> which surprised researchers. The depth of the lines carved into the rock suggests that the artist spent a lot of time working away at the stone, <laughs> which, <laughs> which highlights how passionately they despise Secundinus, according to the statement. That's Hilarious. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I think Secundinus <laughs> is the dude. Like that's the guy. Yeah. Secundinus <laughs> is the fucking artist. I feel like, and like, <laughs> how much time oh are you gonna spend God. on a battlefield or like wherever this right. place was, or maybe you know what I mean? Some kind of like there. This is. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> he's running for the field. Yeah. Oh, out here. Yeah. 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 In a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's using a fucking stone and chisel. You know what I mean? And like giving up your location. Like there's one thing too to be said about like warfare and stuff like that. I don't think you want to be fucking hammering chisels shit into the thing. Kind of giving up the... You know, secundinus. Uh, <laughs> secundinus. I really the fucking, fucking can't. Man. It's either I don't know which is funnier though. The the fact that it's secundinus doing it like he's this passionate about leaving his 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 dick there, 
or if it's someone who's just like really has it out for secundinous. He's like, this motherfucker. Yeah. You fucked my yeah, wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what he meant to write was cunnilingus. Yeah. This is guy's an ass he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's all coming all together. Things yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be funny <laughs> if like, people have been carving buttholes on um, walls, but like... Um, Archaeologists can't like recognize it because it just looks like an imperfection. A lot of suns, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Right? Stars. <laughs> yeah, it's stars. just like in the hieroglyphics. They're like, oh, those stars were very important. They looked at the sky a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all assholes. Dude, uh, yeah, man. They they fucking like nobody knows how they track. They they how do they know all the planets and all that stuff? And it's like. They didn't. Yeah. Those were just a that's bunch of Orion's belt. That's just the night that Orion yeah. got his brown belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just booty holes, man. Yeah, just, Orion loved oh that shirt. Orion. <laughs> uh, so placing the stone somewhere visible at the fort would have been the most effective ways to shame someone at the time. Yeah. The new carving is the Roman. Is. Yeah, yeah, right. No yeah. 100%. The new carving is the Roman equivalent of bad mouth bad mouthing someone on social media today. The researchers wrote in the statement, its author clearly had a big problem with secundinus and was confident enough to announce their thoughts publicly. I have no doubt that Secundinus would have been less than amused to see this when he was wandering around the site over 1,700 years ago. <laughs> wow. I have really distinct handwriting and uh, to the point that like, and I had to like, write all over the place and shit. So my brother and my brother's friends when I was a kid knew my handwriting or whatever because we came over to my house and fucking see it everywhere. And um, my brother's friend, JJ, um, free JJ, um, <laughs> he's uh, currently incarcerated. Um, they, <laughs> I wrote... Um, Fuck JJ Schubert, or he, like I have something in the tunnel, which is you know, um, this little place in trail, and I was like, I don't know why I was mad at him or whatever, but I was like, fuck this guy. So like I wrote it, but they didn't draw a dick on the wall. That'd been mm -hmm. very cool for the story, but um, yeah, they knew that it was me. So when I came back to the house, he kicked the shit out of me because he's like, what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> You're just talking shit in the tunnel. <laughs> I know it's your writing, and I misspelled his name. <laughs> the ultimate diss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, not, uh, I think my favorite part of the story is his name, Secundinus. Secundinus. Why, like, why did that get phased out? You why know? have we succumbed to this, Secundinus? Like, yeah. I think why I couldn't his name just been Bob? That's a long one to spell out too. Secundinus. Roman names are just too cool for that. If there's just one guy named Jeff, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a lot how easier. did names get simplified to the extent that yeah, it's just like Bob or Jeff now? You know, yeah. like they used to be. Well, yeah, even Robert. They couldn't even handle Robert, right? Like, yeah. Bob. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't Bob. even listen. Yeah. It's, it's Bob. The it's Bob. The like Richard is like yeah. Dick. Yeah. No, no, no. It's Dick. How do you, how do you get Dick from Richard? Yeah. Yeah. They but, want uh, a stupid. They want a stupid. That's the way. Nobody's yeah. ever going to give you an education enough to overthrow them. Yeah. Yeah. Even like <laughs> like all of uh, uh like we all uh go by names that aren't our actual names. You know, like you're like Tyler and like Jacqueline and Jonathan. We're all like no 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 no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We got it for all yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder, but I'm sure Secundinus demanded that you call them Secundinus. Maybe that's why he was so shitty. He was like, guys. Yo, Kun Kun. Yeah, don't, don't call Yo, me Kundi. Yeah. Secunda. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he hated his, or maybe he hated his full name, and that was like another jab. Oh, oh like, yeah. He's yeah, like, no, call yeah. me Shitter. Yeah, yeah. You can see yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Secundinus the Shitter. Yeah, well, because I need to know maybe, what he did to earn that name. Well, too. I mean, yeah. we this might be the third, fourth time that I've talked about it on this podcast. But mm-hmm. Ty, have you are you familiar with my childhood um, story of the Phantom Shitter? I feel like I mean I've told so many stories of you as a child about poo, <laughs> eating it, and having yeah. it on your. <laughs> <laughs> there was a man that was so notorious in my hometown for taking shits, and uh, I will, I'll, I'll speed through it if anybody's listening that I've, I've maybe said this too many times, but this guy was so notorious for <laughs> taking shits that um, every... Like public like, shits? Public, yeah, public toilets that everybody, like um, at the hockey arena, the guys there, like they have horror stories of this fucking guy. <laughs> F, like, you know, it's a 7-Eleven, Dairy Queen bathroom, the high school, all this shit. Like, it's like a rumor around town. So... In um, the seventh grade, when we were going to, like, it's the end of the year, and you go to the high school, and they kind of, like, tour you around this is where you're going to be next year. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we're taking that tour, and right outside of the gymnasium, I will fucking never forget this moment, where it's, like, a bunch of, like, you know, like, our group or whatever was just, like, a bunch of, like, class clown shitty kids or whatever, right? And the guy... <laughs> Um, the janitor is like wheeling his cart by and um, we were getting a tour from the like the the guy that does like PE teachers and he was Mr. Reed and he's like oh this is like Jerry the janitor if you guys have any questions for Jerry and immediately I don't know if it was me or one of us we were like is the phantom shitter real and he's like boys let me tell you a story <laughs> No bullshit. He, this guy, had he a takes a swig out of a fucking Dude, flask. He has a fucking wooden hockey <laughs> stick. I haven't heard shaft. that name in a while. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He's, his head's down, and like all of a sudden his ears perk up. Like, what the fuck did you just say? We don't, we don't talk about him anymore. He's got a fucking. He has a yeah. Sherwood, yeah, old fucking old hockey stick shaft cut off that he basically says that he has to take like a garbage bags, double wrap the garbage bags around the hockey stick shaft so that he could fucking like bust this shit up to get it down the toilet, right? <laughs> now, the oh, phantom wow. shitter being um a like just a great character of infamy in the town, everybody wanted to know who he was. So there was a lot of theories kind of floating around. Then it uh, kind of came to light that somebody had some. Uh, maybe credible, maybe not credible information that this one particular guy was the phantom shitter. Now, this guy looked the part, tall dude, big kind of fat, frumpy dude. Um, Then he was also one of the only guys that I could buy cigarettes from from this gas station. Now, I'm drunk one night, and I'm like young fucking idiot kid, and I confront him about (laughs) potentially being the phantom shitter. Before you get the smokes? Oh, but dude, it oh, was the, but. like it fucking ruined me, and then I had to go there. No, actually, it 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 helped me um be become brave and uh, develop a relationship with the Korean community because there was a Korean gentleman at the at the store downtown that he was then selling me cigarettes. So there you go. Shout out to that guy. It didn't give um, you a weird poop complex at all. So he didn't yeah, at all. yeah, it's did not, not like that. Stuck with you. That motherfucker was yeah. vindictive, man. <laughs> like, he took it out on me so much that he had to be the phantom shitter, right? right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, right? yeah. Like I think the like, level of defense was like way too bit, much. Yeah, okay. right. Because like Bruce Wayne would like brush it off if you'd called him Batman, because obviously you know what I mean. A billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne isn't Batman, but this guy so fucking could be the phantom shitter. Like he just fits the bill, right? So maybe. <laughs> Um, I was right. Maybe I was wrong. We'll never he know for under sure. The pressure, man. We'll never know for sure, right? But um, is Secundinus the you know 300 AD version of a phantom shitter? Maybe, Maybe. this guy was so famous for fucking taking dumps. This guy's pinching loaf. Like 
Yeah, that, maybe. That, that like, people need to remember this over time, and that's why he took so much time to chisel this so deeply into the stone. Um, and in the those Roman times, what was like the uh like plumbing situation? That's Not a good question. I'm yeah. glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Romans were masterful in the um um kind of sense of bringing like um like freshwater irrigation and all mm-hmm. that stuff. They still have working um. Uh, shit, I can't remember what you call them, but they're basically like elevated trough systems that stretch for miles. They can bring mm-hmm. fresh water into the city centers and stuff like that, right? They are very, very um, like high tech when it came to that. The problem mm-hmm. is like they can get water into places. It's like the um, it's getting rid of sewage and stuff, right? So like underground yeah. plumbing and like all of that kind of stuff. Like um, it was kind of like the, the start of it was happening then, mm-hmm. but um, that's why heavily populated like densely dense city centers and stuff like that at that time there was so much disease and so much yeah. of that mm-hmm. shit and that's why there's national thank a plumber day because yeah. i mean doctors are cool and shit but i'm the guy that makes the poop dot in your house and that's we're keeping babies safe that's it's important mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. it's not a, you know what i mean it's it's a, it's not a pretty job but i love to do it yeah yeah <laughs> once again it's poop. not like yeah yeah, yeah yeah it all yeah. comes back to poop <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you've been. I'm, I'm a simple man of many passions, but poop. <laughs> yeah, your whole life revolves around it. It really does. <laughs> it really does, baby. And pretty soon, like, it's going to fucking put some food on that table and in that belly. You love poo too. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the house that poops built. <laughs> Do you like your life, Jack? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you take a shit and thank it. Um, uh, but shout out to Secundinus. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, uh, I really, I want to see Secundinus's story um, on the big screen. I want this to kind of spark um, uh, uh, lore surrounding uh, Secundinus. He could have been, you know, uh, an ordinary man, or he could have been a, a big, prominent figure in this town. And I just hope that we that we learn more about Secundinus as the the remaining three quarters of this site is uh, is uh, <laughs> is dick down. Oh, yeah. Dick down. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be following this very close. Oh, yeah. Dude, we should follow it and have a dick count. Yeah, Dude, yes. yeah. Show me yours dick count. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna Done. put a put, put some Google alerts for uh, yeah. yes. the name of this site and for secundinus. We have a dick. We've we got a dick. dick. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> right yeah. on. I wonder how long it takes to um to uh archie <laughs> writing letters didn't want to hurry it up a little <laughs> bit with the digging yeah like i don't know about like the movie but i would how watch this i would watch three hours take? of a guy just carving a dick into a wall like, I'd, I'd, it's gonna be a weird it's an art film but uh, get your fucking brushes out <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah. I could find a dick a lot faster than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackie shows up to the site like, boys, stop fucking around. We're here to find the dicks. Like, <laughs> you find, you yeah. find like Roman gold or like, yeah. like actual yeah. valuable <laughs> shit. She's like, get that out of here. Yeah. Jackie is here to sniff out dicks. Get on like these have have these fucking big goggles on. Get a fucking leaf blower. Stand back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Big backpack. Oh, yeah. You're fucking up all kinds of like delicate archaeological remains. Yeah. Just looking for dicks carving into walls, and I'm here for it. There's one. You bring that here. Yeah. 
<laughs> Have you ever seen Fracture? There's a movie Fracture. <laughs> Tasting the dirt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 At the beginning of this movie, Fracture, Anthony Hopkins is like a super genius, right? And he like investigates like plane crashes or something like that. And uh, they're going to the site of the uh, basically this like investigation, like in, a air pa- in an airplane hangar. They have like a burned out um, airplane and it looks like a bunch of people are trying to like investigate like what happened. And Anthony Hopkins, it's like it's kind of a dumb scene. I was watching it yesterday and I was like, OK, like this maybe this was really cool when I was a kid. Now it might have been just like a little bit played up. But he like pulls up in a Porsche and just like walks through the fucking thing. And there's like an, an X-ray of like the fuselage or whatever. And he just like points to it and keeps walking. And they're like, hey, don't you want to check the thing out? And he's like, nope, that's where the problem is. And he just like gets in his car and drives away. <laughs> and I'm picturing you doing a similar thing when you show up to the dick site. <laughs> it's like, there's a dick under here. Turn this over, there's a dick there. <laughs> you, there's a sixth sense and there's a dick sense. And uh, yeah, you have a sixth sense for dick sense. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And you have a sixth sense for shit sense. It's true. Aw. 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 It's about love. But it's also about music, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick segue. Into one of my um, favorite records, we are going to talk about something, and I think that um, the this conversation might actually get into like a little bit deeper, not only in like um, um, what we love about music, but why we gravitate towards you know certain kinds of music. This album that we're going to be talking today is a 2006 release from Chicago supergroup punk rock band The Falcon. The album is called Unicornography. It is fucking fantastic. It was released in 2006 on Red Scare Industries, um, which is a local Chicago um, record label that they put out so much good stuff. And I recommend check out all the bands on that um, on that record. But we're talking about a supergroup today, guys. And this, the Falcon consists of Brendan Kelly um, from the Lawrence Arms and Slapstick and Brendan Kelly and the Wandering Birds um, on guitar and vocals, taking a break from the bass that he plays in uh, Lawrence Arms, which is kind of cool to see. Um, Neil Hennessy on drums and actually engineered the entire album as well. Um, Dan Adriano on bass. Um, Dan Adriano's um, famously from Alkaline Trio and also with Brendan Kelly and Slapstick. Anybody a fan of ska or like ska core punk? Um, mm. If you anybody knows Operation Ivy is the best band that ever did um, ska, it's just kind of what it is, right? If we're talking about like the third wave or like when punk rock kind of comes into it, Slapstick is a band from Chicago. They did it second best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I, I'd put some I'd put some cash on that. But the super group kind of um, aspect forms because these bands. I love the punk rock community so much, right? Because there's a lot of friendship that kind of involves there and a lot of like uh, mutual respect, right? So mm-hmm. the the lore is that Brendan Kelly is watching um, a member of Rise Against who played on the original two EPs for this band. Um, he's watching him. Oh, sorry. Um, Dave Haas from The Loved Ones was also um, in this as well. So check that out. But um, I think if you play so many shows with people, then like Ty, so you're a musician, right? So you play so many shows with people and you're in your own band. Is there ever like animosity or is it just like... Um, um, artists making more art because if you see somebody that can fucking rip and you're like oh I want to be in a band with that guy what do you mean towards like other bands and stuff like that yeah I think there's a healthy level of like competition for sure sure. and Mm -hmm. like it kind of like help raises up but then like another part of it is like if you're out doing these you know you're out doing the grind similar to the fucking comedy scene where it's like totally you and you know you gravitate to the fucking people that are better than you yeah obviously because they'll Mm -hmm. make you better but there's a certain amount of like you're doing this like kind of grind together so there is a bit of that on, and I think yeah. that's a lot sure. where these punk rock or just music yeah. are yeah. built as well. It's like, man, we it's like you both were in a fucking crazy fight. 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. And, you know, you have totally. props for the other guy. Cause like, oh, wow, they did this whole fucking, you know, they, they also played this shit night. Too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, uh, a lot of that. And I think punk rock is probably, like, probably one of the best examples for a genre of, of that and being like, oh, well, let's do yeah, let's do this and let's do that. Yeah, because like I think um, I, I, there's always much like, like jazz was, I guess back totally. in the fucking day. Yeah, but there's a lot of like different words for it. So you can call it, like a super group or like a side mm. project or whatever. But there was a reason that uh, the guitar player from Rise Against is I'm slipping my mind right now, um, that couldn't make it because they're also they're all in like um in successful bands, being like the um, Alkaline Trio, um, Lawrence Arms, the Loved Ones, and Rise Against. So. Um, the only reason that he didn't play on this record, like, cause he toured it and did the whole thing or whatever, but he just had, um, like other, um, shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, so you have your, um, obligation to your own band, <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? So you have to go on tour or do whatever, right. That, um, you don't get to kind of play on the, on the record. But, um, I just think it's, uh, there's something cool about it because like with this record in particular, I think that. Like Brennan Kelly is a fucking songwriter that like speaks to me. Like we were talking about this before. Like I'm a I'm a lyrics guy. It's like it became very clear to me on the last episode when we were talking about it. Like the stuff that I can really sink my teeth into. Like really, I'm a dummy. I need to be beaten upside the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Like here's here is everything that um you know like your beliefs kind of like put out to you. You know what I mean? Which is kind of weird. Like I'm a Patton Oswalt uh you know fan, right? But if to go see him in San Francisco, you're not gonna see him take any wild swings, but you know, like you're here for that thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um so with the thing about this album is that the Lawrence Arms, um, they're a fantastic band. I think that um they get the respect that they do now, um, rightfully so. But I think like the first like couple releases or whatever aren't gonna, you know, really be anything like uh, groundbreaking or remarkable. I think the same could be saying about Alkaline Trio as well. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, they kind of got sure. put into this like poppy punk mm -hmm. sort of situation or like vibe. I don't, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like people just didn't feel it. I remember. Totally. And I, mm -hmm. um, Alkaline, Alkaline Trio is a song called Radio that if you pass me your guitar right now, it's one of the like the first ditties that I little uh, that I learned on a guitar and it's something that I still know now. And um, just because like I heard it live and there's like a great live performance of it, but that band doesn't really have anything for me that that really speaks out, um, mm -hmm. you know, to, like to me or whatever, right? Um, not to be said with like the, the Lawrence Arms and they're kind of like a Dillinger for, it's like work a day, Chicago, punk rock, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. like any blue collar kind of shit like that. Um, like really, really speaks What is me. it about Chicago? I have no idea, mm -hmm. man. It's I, dope. I just fucking get it, right? Cause I'm a yeah. just fucking dope, right? There's yeah. so much dope shit. Yeah, man. So much, yeah, so much Chicago, cool shit going on and there. there always yeah. has been dope shit that's come out of Chicago. Yeah. I would go yeah. in a fucking heartbeat, right? And like the, just so the, many the history different genres of art. Yeah, oh, yeah. And crime and stuff too, like I'm yeah. a big fan of history and stuff, yeah. so like Al Capone tunnels and all that kind of crazy shit that's going on there. There's bad motherfuckers And they're like so passionate about it, like even like sports, like such a big sports Yeah, Yeah, the home of your beloved bears. Absolutely. Yeah, it's... It's 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 mm -hmm. weird because I think um, like it doesn't get the like the Los Angeles or the New York um kind of like uh, like glitz and glamour you know what I mean like the Hollywood thing or like mm -hmm. if you could New York if you can make it here you can make it anywhere yeah. like Chicago is like a there's something about it that's like a blue collar town you know what I mean mm -hmm. that um that just stands on its own and like I think Detroit in a similar way too, there's as, something that yeah. comes out there that has like an spoken out as like someone yeah. from Boston or something totally. like that totally so they're a little more like. Yeah. Like, knows, like, I'll just fucking work really hard. Like, I yeah. just get a yeah. hard working vibe from that. Too. Yeah, I don't know. Totally. Like, no, that's it's a but really it, good but fucking Yeah, it's like, but Boston, I think, is a good uh, comparison, yeah. too, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and I think they do kind of have that reputation of being like, 
you know, one of like the bigger cities, but they kind of like are in the shadow of like New York, you know, Mm -hmm. like everything is kind of uh, overshadowed, but they do have like such a thriving, uh, so many thriving art scenes. I think, oh, like a lot to be proud of too. Like, I think like you could, you could kind of see where like, um, you know, like where Chicago comes from. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Drag it through the garden. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, um, in the sense of uh, like the hard work, and I think like that speaks a lot to the timing of this record. This record was made in um, 2006, recorded in uh, like December. Um, the Lawrence Arms put out O Calcutta, which in my opinion is their like their best. But they're it's it's hard to say because I think they're a band that just kind of progressively keeps getting better. So like I'm I'm not gonna say the best, but it's like the defining moment for that band. And I think which is kind of weird because you have um, Brendan Kelly does the vocals on on this on Falcon record. Definitely like a lot of like kind of like got like a little bit more screamy and scratchy and stuff. And the this album is really cool because with the Lawrence Arms you get um, uh, like a. A uh, little break from that with their guitar player Chris McCoggan comes in with a lot more like kind of softer vocals and they they mm-hmm. both um, take songwriting um uh, and turns kind of the the way that they structure their albums are fucking great because you get like you know heavy light heavy light you know what I mean it's a really good roller coaster um, with the Falcon here you don't get that and I think that it's 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 perfect right because like if you want like the harder side of the Lawrence Arms is like the it's like that band's little brother um, but the work ethic for these guys to um, put out their their best record and then immediately go into the studio and keep doing this. And this was like over the course of like a few years, um, I think some of like the best work um, mm-hmm. that they've done has kind of come out of it. And it's shit that, you know, I found when I'm like a kid and like, you know, liking like no effects and bad religion or whatever, that was like my shit. And mm-hmm. I was always kind of new about this stuff, but like, as I get older and like the more toilets that you install and like the more, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, it's so weird how this stuff is like, settling in and being like for me like the definitive like sound of what i want to hear if i'm listening to like any kind of like rock and roll or punk or something yeah Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. which is uh yeah which speaks like a lot um to it but um another thing too with the like with like the lyrical aspect there's like um there's like a sense of like sarcasm and dread i think with like with everything like we're gonna be working here forever so kind of fuck it or like Mm -hmm. um you know, there's a, there's like a melancholy attitude towards life that I fucking really identify with that um, might make me like get a little bit ahead of myself or like want to stay at this wild party that we were at last night. When fucking do it was time to go. You know what I mean? Right? But there's a lot of like... <laughs> <laughs> I told her when we were getting there, I was like, I was like, babe, there's going to be a point where I'm going to want to stay. Like, I fucking know this is going to happen. I called it and, uh, and I, and I, and I did. Right. But I, and I kind of get that. And there's like a lot of the music that I listen to does kind of have this like, fuck it. We only have two days off. Let's have as much fun as we can kind of like attitude or whatever. Right. Because like the grind is, is, is what it's going to be. Right. And there's something about like a blue collar ethic to, music that i gravitate towards but not only that it's lyrics right so when we got here and we were talking about this before the show like ty you've um being a musician is like and you said that that's never been um a thing for you or not like a make or break like to um you know thing that you need to enjoy music yeah like lyrics have never been uh i'm kind of i'm not like full zappa about it of like uh-huh. they don't mean anything yeah. Yeah, yeah. but like i would rather just be like it would fit. Yeah. At, at least that's how I write music. Totally. I'm yeah. just like, oh, like I'm not really, I'm always, I always just think it's weird to be like, oh, I'm writing this deep shit. Like, yeah. Whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll just play it off. Like it's whatever. Yeah. But like, like starting with lyrics. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Oh man. Really? Like yeah. never. Yeah. Oh God. No, yeah. no, that scares me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it. I look at it as an instrument. 
like yeah. as a different instrument opposed mm-hmm. to like saying something. Not to be like you know like I had my uh, I was really into like punk bands and, sure. and, and other bands that are um, that are a little more yeah more a little more like lyric I guess kind of bass. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, no. I'm like if it's uh, if it's aiding to like the music, that's really all I care about. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like some fucking crazy like race. It's like oh, oh this yeah. racist song is really melodic. Oh, I'm like yeah, no no yeah, we're, yeah, good, yeah, we're yeah, good we're yeah, good yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of just gets stuck in your head. Ty, what are all these screwdrivers you used? <laughs> yeah. Uh, does Kelly sing on all the on all the albums? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, he is like the the definitely the primary vocalist. And I think like kind of uh, has become like a like a punk rock legend in the sense of uh, with his um with the the lyrical ability and the the voice is just so perfect for the, the yeah. for the genre. Right? I think it's probably a thing that like, and I enjoy bands that also. It depends how you look at it. Some people would say they suffer from it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some bands, or some would say it makes this band fucking dope. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and it's like if you don't like Brandon Kelly's voice, you're probably not gonna fuck with this yeah. band. Yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah. But if you don't like Brian Johnson's voice, you're yeah. probably not gonna fuck with ACDC. If totally. you don't like, are into compare it to more of a punk rock way. If you don't like Eugene Hutt's voice, you're mm-hmm. not gonna fuck with Gogo Bordello. 100. Yeah. You know 100. I mean? And there is there yeah. there is something I like it because it's mm-hmm. like when it's super like folksy, yep. yeah. which is like great. And they, totally. I feel like they this album was cool because they touched on because they're all coming from these different like yes, still punk bands, but mm-hmm. different kind of punk bands. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's like it kind of, it does a little touch on like every little yeah. kind of aspect. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's fucking like that's super dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, how it does it, and it, yeah, his I mean his voice is good. It's like it's yeah. dope. It gives yeah, me a sort of like, I got yeah. like, I sometimes I'd feel like, oh, this feels like a social distortion song. Yeah, yeah. totally. And then totally. like other times it's like, oh, this feels like a, a little yeah, propaganda song. Or they something can like do, yeah, I think yeah. like when, um, like the, the cool thing about this, um, like this project is that I think the, their, um, all of their individual bands are so rise against is fucking rise against right and they're not gonna um you know make an alkaline trio song an alkaline trio is not gonna you know i mean they're they're also kind of um in their box which i mean for better or worse like for me i i like it because like if i want meat and potatoes i know exactly where to go to get it and like that's what those that's those bands kind of do but with like with this record then you have the um you get the freedom to fuck around right with the opening song of this is just kind of like just like kind of taking a shit on like dick beating motherfuckers like mm-hmm. you want a piece of me you want a piece of me yeah. and then mm-hmm. it goes into like a weenie kind of like do you know you're my motherfucking motherfucker yeah and it's like a sl- there's a slow jam kind yeah. of vibe yeah. on this like album too yeah. for sure and that like shit couldn't exist or like wouldn't stuff. exist yeah. you know on a, on a yeah. lot of these other records yeah. right so which I is great because it's like they touch on all of these things but because you have Ren and Kelly's voice it, that's mm-hmm. what really just like kind of ties this whole record yeah, together yeah, like, it doesn't feel like you're listening to like a bunch of different shit where it's like oh, you yeah. listen to a Ween album you're like why <laughs> why is, yeah, why is yeah. Gene singing like in this accent again? 100%. <laughs> like, whatever yeah, like, it totally. it's together. fucking crazy totally. it's dope but it's like yeah. I like a little more cohesive uh, like, throughout yeah. the whole thing yeah, yeah and it all definitely does. flows together and I think his voice makes it like more accessible too because I'm like kind of the same way with you with lyrics or maybe like somewhere more in the middle where it's like I never lyrics are never what gets me into a song I can't even like the first it takes me a, uh, quite a few listens before I even know what the lyrics are you know yeah. like I don't yeah. they don't yeah, jump out at me you know have we just right been, away like, drunk and like listening uh. to music and I'm like babe did you hear that and you're like not yeah. paying attention you know what I mean? well like, it's not I'm that so I'm not paying attention no, but, but it's but that I don't that listen do. exactly. uh, it's not the lyrics they don't jump out at me it's mm-hmm. like if I like the way the song sounds if that sticks with me then I'll listen to it more and then I'll want to know what the lyrics mm-hmm. are so I'll usually like look them up and yeah. then then I can hear them but then I think uh 
it also has to be like for me to care about the lyrics i have to like enjoy like kind of the sound of someone's voice because uh, yeah, yeah. that yep. kind of makes me want to know what they're saying or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah and i think with brendan kelly like when um uh like listening uh like you showing me like punk music throughout the years i think he he was kind of like one of the first ones that i was like oh i like i can actually like connect with this mm-hmm. um and and yeah like and, and this uh album too like listening it to it throughout the years i think it's like very like melodic even though it can be like there's like you know oh, a lot of like track, screaming like and stuff face, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. still sure. is like it still has like something i can like kind of hold on to mm. that makes it like enjoyable to to listen to oh yeah yeah that makes me very happy um i think that uh the like when you're writing songs um you know, for for any listener, I think uh, like for me, I I really gravitate towards some shit that's like, oh, this guy's got some shit that he's got to get off his chest or whatever, right? But then when you're doing it too in a in a way like it's the tongue in cheek kind of like sarcasm stuff, like with this, like little triggers, um, you know, is like so clearly substance abuse or whatever, right? But it's also like like flirting with it too, like how do you do, you know, or whatever, right? And like even on the newest Lawrence Arms record, they have um um you know, there's that fucking song like um. I'm so tired and you're tired too and I want to make big changes but I'm not in the mood, you know what I mean? Like I fucking resonate with that shit so much, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That um, that that's kind of like the reason that I come back for it, right? When we were talking to um, um, to Adrian last week, um, we there was a point where he was talking about the last song on the Master Ace record and I started getting goosebumps about it, right? Because he's literally talking about, you, you know what I mean, right? It's like summing up the guy's whole career or whatever, right? And I'm starting to think like if there was no music behind it, I could take you know what I mean? Like that message or like, you know what I mean? That voice, like, you know, kind of with it on its own. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that, um, kind of translates to the way that like, I've always owned a guitar and I've always fucked around with it, but like in my head, I don't have like the, um, um, maybe like the attention span or whatever to like kind of play something all the way through. And I think also because I've never really like, played with anybody or whatever. Right. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, there's a muscle there that I don't really have rather than I just kind of take it off the wall and fuck with it. You know what I mean? So it's like a weird, way that like i don't know everybody kind of like consumes something a little bit differently Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah and it's like still lyrics are still like important to me and they're like you know the like they'll resonate with me but it's not the first thing that i that i hear when I yeah yeah i don't want to be like a totally just yeah everything it's like no there's obviously fucking there's like oh that's some fucking good shit yeah i mean i grew up listening to hip-hop so like yeah of course yeah yeah. But like even then, like the way the same way you'll point out uh, maybe some lyrical shit, I'll be like, oh, that drum mm-hmm. fucking one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that, that's why I love this podcast. That's why I love mm-hmm. talking about it because like I, it opens my ears to some shit that um, that I wouldn't listen to, or um, and it opens my stuff that I wouldn't listen for. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? There's like. Yeah. Um, you know, when there's like a little like doo doo or like a little twig twang in the back or something. Or right? so on this record specifically, a lot of like um, um, it's weird to have like acoustic kind of background like overlays you know what i mean in a punk song like there's a lot of that shit that's kind of like oh that's this folky punk though yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's very like it's, yeah. it's, it's that's why i use that bordello thing because i was like oh it's so it's close mm-hmm. sometimes yeah totally uh, right and, and like the lazy boy like 500 like that fucking song has a like it's a it's a <laughs> the lead is a <laughs> and like the yeah. solo i think but it's yeah. so it's still so tight yeah. like yeah. a punk record it's totally. so yeah. tight like it's yeah. like the stops yeah. and everything are just like yeah it's very crisp totally uh which is like super super cool and a really good 
could record it. Like I didn't know the you said the drummer engineered this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds sick. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, it's super. very cool. So I think sometimes with punk, mm-hmm. it's so hard to capture totally. the live thing. But it's it, it like really, yeah. uh, this was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that um, like you can kind of see like the like the friendship aspect of it is this was recorded um, like through Red Scare Industries that like they're all friends of mm-hmm. and at Matt Skiba's um, recording studios, the guitar player for Alkaline Trio now Blink One Eighty Two as well. Um, you know, so like they really could just kind of go into a friend's studio and fuck around, it feels like. And um, the that's dope because you have everybody there and then yeah. people just play on yeah, your shit, exactly. Right? It's and very like, blue note style. A fucking mm-hmm. fantastic drummer. We all fucking like chant Hennessy and shit like that, mm-hmm. like at the um, like at shows and stuff like that. And he'll get up and he plays leads on two of the songs and stuff. His brother comes in and plays the thing. Chris McCoggan from Lawrence Arms comes in and plays some stuff. Yeah, so, like, that's you can dope. tell that everybody, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's more of um. I don't know. There's like a community kind of feel about it too, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. yeah, you get something a little bit different than, um, yeah, you know, than 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 your average. Yeah, and I think uh, kind of like thinking about like what you were saying, like using kind of like lyrics as like an instrument. I think that's maybe why. Um, uh, like harmonies are like more kind of stick with me more or yeah, like yeah, make yeah. more sure. of an impact and like um, uh, and not to always bring it back to the chili peppers I but I think that's say, yeah, why yeah. like I love like just like realizing in my head now that's why like I love like John's harmony so much mm-hmm. and those yeah. are the things that like give me goosebumps mm-hmm. it's because you still you get like the the personal feeling of it being someone's voice but it's being used as like an instrument and it is like kind of you know overlay like on top of everything else and just kind of adding uh to the whole uh, yeah soundscape i did put it in my yeah. notes it's like oh 2006 danny california also came out oh. <laughs> <laughs> black bandana sweet Louisiana. also CDM sexy Arcadium. back came back oh. sexy Ooh. came back in 2006 no, oh, yeah. and then i don't know if you guys remember this jam stars are blind by paris hilton Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Even that was the up. stars are blind. I'll show you mine. <laughs> the third song on this is the celebutard um, fucking whatever. <laughs> Baby, don't you want to throw it up now? That is about Paris Hilton. Love it. Perfect. Fucking way to come around. <laughs> Shit, at fifty-six minutes too, I can fucking Android. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, right, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, but I think also the extreme of uh, using like voices as as an instrument is the the episode we're going to be recording after this oh and that's God. when yes. it goes yeah, yeah, yeah. too far yes. <laughs> absolutely um i'm very excited to talk about this record today so like that was that was fucking fantastic i'm glad you guys seem to enjoy it that's fucking mm-hmm. really cool um for anybody that needs to uh or that feels the need to dive a little bit deeper brent and kelly and the wandering birds um for a little bit more folksy kind of stuff um and more punk rock definitely go for um the lawrence arms and um slapstick because everybody needs skull in their life have some fun mm-hmm. um alkaline trio if that's your thing the loved ones is great dave haas as well rise against you know what i mean the 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 amalgamation of talent and um and shit that kind of comes together it only happens once every like 10 years they did another album called gather up the chaps in 2016 okay dumb. yeah and that, that's also very good lawrence and Arns, they're still doing the damn thing right fucking they just, yeah, they in, just in my opinion the um skeleton coast came out in 2021 is the best pandemic record that i heard over the over cool the yeah right. it's, it's fucking mm-hmm. awesome I'll, I'll i'll lend it to you and i think that you might um you might really dig it too especially with chris mccoggan on, on the lighter side you can really see the transition from like hard to soft it's the it's 
if Dillinger Four made more fucking records, they would be my favorite band. But I think right. like the Lawrence Arms takes uh, mm-hmm. takes the. Isn't it weird that that's like a th- like best pandemic record? That that's just like a thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Super pandemic special. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. totally. But like, I mean, yeah, at the time when we were all kind of locked down and everything <laughs> totally, was a little bit yeah. iffy and shit like that, like that uh, that record came out, and um, you know what I mean. I, I get really excited when uh, like the album art is there. You know what I mean? Like every every piece of it is perfect. And um, my favorite thing to do is like is listen to jams and read the li- like read through the liner notes and stuff like that, and like really kind of like sink into the song and get with the lyrics and stuff. And this is a great band and great uh, a great artist to do that with. So. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Secundus. Yeah, fucking <laughs> keeping it real, Secundus the shitter. Secundus. Secundus. <laughs>